good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, October 15th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week to bring a spiritual lift to your day. We will head back into the Exodus story today, but before we get to that, let us open with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you that you sustain us, that you sustain us in our physical bodies, in our spiritual bodies, in our emotional bodies, and our mental bodies. May we come to you for meat and drink and bread and be sustained by your presence and your love. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen now to our passage from Exodus 16, verses 1 through 18. The whole congregation of the Israelites set out from Elam, and Israel came to the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai on the fifteenth day of the second month after they had departed from the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way, I will test them whether they will follow my instruction or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, When the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening, and your fill of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard the complaining that you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked toward the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening, quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine, flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather as much of it as each of you needs, an omer to a person, according to the number of persons, all provided, providing for those in their own tents. The Israelites did so, some gathering more, some less. 
But when they measured it with an omer, those who gathered much had nothing over, and those who gathered little had no shortage. They gathered as much as each of them needed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what is your favorite season and what is your favorite thing to do during your favorite season? This is going to be the most um, my life is over and boring answer. (laughs) Um, I love fall and what I love are like those first mornings where it's cool. You Mm -hmm. know, it's been hot for so long and you walk out and you're like, oh, it just feels like the world is made new. And I love to walk my dogs Mm -hmm. in it. I do. I just like being outside. So, again, that is the most ridiculous, boring answer ever. Um, (laughs) Please regale us with something interesting, Brett. You know, this is kind of a cheating answer, but I was like, I thought a long time about this. I think my favorite season, again, this is kind of cheating, but my favorite season is the changing of the season. As each season changes, it's the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. Summer to fall, like you said, it's just, it's a breath of fresh air. It feels good. I love fall to winter when it gets dark early and I can be introverted and no one, and that's like acceptable at that time of the year. (laughs) Uh, But then like as the season goes on, you're like, oh, I'm so sick of the winter or I'm so sick of the summer. But so that's that changing and that like uh, it feels like movement in your life, right? Yeah. Uh, as, as the seasons change. Um, but my favorite, you know, I'll, I'll say winter because my favorite thing, I love like going out to eat when it's like dark out. It just, uh-huh. and I can do that at like 530, <laughs> so I'm home by seven, but it feels like a big night oh out. Oh my gosh. These are like <laughs> the most ministerial answers ever, right? I think everyone thinks that we're eating at five, home by seven with a cardigan on reading, uh, you know what, GK Chesterton, which we will read in a moment. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I call that Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but to our scripture, what what, why, what is manna? Why is it significant in the story? Uh, and, and what is that? How can we take what we're learning about manna and, and apply it to our lives today? So the actual translation of the word, you know, manna is what is it, right? Um, the Lord feeds them with what is it? <laughs> the Lord gives them enough what is it? Um, so I find that so fascinating. I mean, it's obviously, right, the, the sustenance they need to get through the day. Um, but I love the idea that they are giving something that they do not recognize. They don't even know what to call it. And because the Lord God has given it to them, that actually sustains them, right? That, um, that matters, Manna is that which is given by God that we cannot do on our own. They can't even hoard it Mm -hmm. on their own, right? There are people who are like, I'm going to, there are people like Tara Bulger who like (laughs) take a double helping and slide it in her pocket because she's afraid she might need a snack later and it disappears and you only have enough for that day so that you wake up the next day relying on God and having faith that God will give you your daily, what is it? (laughs) Um, And I think there's something beautiful about that because I, I am, I guess I'm not good with things that I don't understand, Mm. but the very character of God is such that I won't understand because it's God. And so I think that's the challenge in this, that when you don't know what it is, because it is of God, can you still believe it? What do you think? Yeah, I was thinking about 
the mana and the what is it uh and in partnership i guess you'd say with the quail uh for meat that you have um you have these two ways god sustains the people you have uh the creativity and the mystery of god and the mana and mm-hmm. though this the completely as you said on like what we cannot understand and then you have the uh, sustenance uh, and the faithfulness of God and the complete ordinary of mm-hmm. the quail. Uh, and, yeah. I, and I think that those two things are, are what, if we're, if we're paying attention, if we're looking in our lives, that that's often the providence of God or the, um, what's our word? I just forgot our word. Provision. Provision. That's the P word I was looking for. The provision. <laughs> I've only God. been preaching on it for weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I swear I listen. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, the provision of God is both creative and unique and mysterious, but it's also ordinary uh, mm-hmm. and every day uh, and in front of us. Uh, yeah. And so being aware of both of those is is what I think this story is, is pointing us to. Yeah, when we were um, reading it this, or when I was reading it this time, I thought of two things. One is I thought where God says to Moses, I'm going to send them manna for you. They're complaining against you, and mm. I am going to step in because mm. you are my servant, uh, and um, I'm going to, to give them what they need. I thought that was kind of interesting. And then the other thing was the description of manna. It's like a fine, fluffy stuff on the ground. And everybody's like, what is it? And Moses is like, oh, it's food. Yeah, trust and me. I would have yeah. been like, food? <laughs> uh, what are you talking about food? It's finer than dew. I don't even know how to get that in my mouth. You know, I just, I don't know. It's so, it's so crazy. And I do love now that, you know, when we talk about manna, we know what that means. Yeah. It means the unexpected provision. We had no idea what it was, and yet there it was. And you can't deny that God has not cared for us. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I just, I like that that has become a part of our language of faith to mm-hmm. speak of manna. All right, friends, we are going to end with a quote from G.K. Chesterton because he's that good. <laughs> he writes, To love means loving the unlovable. To forgive means pardoning the unpardonable. Faith means believing the unbelievable. And hope means hoping when everything seems hopeless. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We will be back on Monday with new episodes. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.